It's now time for Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Mike will get you into the ring with the latest boxing and MMA info, the logos, and much more. Now, here's Mike Adams 2.0. Presented by El Mesquite Market, bringing cultures together. Good morning, sports fans. Mike Adams 2.0, ESPN Radio. 101.7 The Team. I was on break last week. I'm back live in the studio, feeling good. And I'll tell you what, the sun is out. Welcome back, son. We missed you. The weather's heating up. Factor Fiction is getting ready to heat up. And everybody's been talking about the top 100 list of Mike Adams' all-time music. I know Micah, who was my fill-in host last week, kind of said, you know what? I'm going to get Mike to kind of push to that top 100. And after Factor Fiction, I'm going to give you from 100 to 90 today of the greatest music artists in my top 100. But it's now time for Factor Fiction. I bring in my good friend, Micah Frankel. Mike, are you ready? I'm ready, Mike. Are you ready? Let's get it. Michaela Mayer can be the face of women's boxing. Possibility. It depends. She could fight Serrano, right? Jake Paul is the promoter, along with others. It'd be interesting, that fight. But yes, she could be the face of women's boxing. And do I think she wins that night? Yes. Man, it was impressive what she did against Jennifer Hahn. I think that it was only just the beginning. Sebastian Fendora is world title fight ready. Yes, fact. And real quick on, on Hahn... Louis Burke, Las Cruces native, in the corner. I thought she held her own. But yes, major contender, Micah. Like you said, more than admirable. And yes, Sebastian Fandor, that size and can fight inside, he is a scary talent. The Warriors could be labeled the New Age Spurs with the longevity and ability to transition. Yeah, fact. And here's the thing. Draymond Green is giving Jokic fits. Jokic is going to get his 20, but he's working harder for 20 now than he's had to all season. When Steph is on, there's no one better. And for you Kyrie Irving fans, that's a strong argument. They're both unbelievable talents. But I'm going to tell you right now, can Golden State be the Spurs of old? I think they're already there. Fact. Jordan Poole is the guy that's made the biggest impact for that Warriors bench. One of. I think for the bench, yes. But I think Andrew Wiggins' play throughout the year has also given him much-needed confidence going into these playoffs. 30 points, 29 points. We've never seen that from a guy in his playoff debut. Giannis will be the only player to make first-team All-NBA and first-team defense. Yes, fact. And not just that. If he doesn't, it'll be a travesty. What Giannis has been doing, Micah, is prolific. I mean, we talk about eras, right? We talk about Dr. J. Then we talk about Jordan, Magic, Bird. Then we talked about, you know, all these different... I think Giannis is that different type of player, prototypical player now, that has changed the game, actually. So, yes, fact to your question. And do I think that this new generation of player is going to emulate him? Absolutely. Once he decided to take the ball inside and just stuff it 
every time. People forgot he could pass. He's always been able to. That's not a revelation. But let's credit the man because his three-point shot is a lot more reliable this year than it was last year. Shoho Hatani is obviously the greatest show in all of baseball. He's definitely worth the price of admission fact. And whether he's pitching, hitting, you want to watch. And if you're an Angels fan right now, Mike Trout is back after an injury. Then you get Otani. I mean, this is must-see TV, Micah. He is the show in the show. Get it? And the Angels may contend this year. They should. They need to. They have that lineup. It's a storybook so far start to the season for Albert Pujols in St. Louis. Storybook, yes. He deserves it, right? One of the best players should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Who knows with Major League Baseball? I mean, one year they put in one guy. I mean, they needed. I'm I'm not going to go down the Hall of Fame road, but that's a Hall of Fame player. Mark Jackson is the leading candidate for next head coach of the Lakers. I think he's a strong candidate. Fact. Do I think he's the leading candidate? Not sure. I don't know what direction you go. Interesting that Jay Wright decides to leave Villanova out of nowhere. Is Jay Wright maybe the leading candidate for the L.A. Lakers job? Who knows, but whoever it is, it's a pressure cooker that inevitably you'll get fired in two to three years because it will not be the same roster or the same project, which is also... Got to bring it up. It's way too late for LeBron James to say he wants to take his hands off of roster building after he molded that piece of clay. I'm not sure what he wants to do or if the Lakers are his future. He's kind of hinted in many directions. Doesn't want to sign an extension, which tells me he'll take it day by day. How do you rebuild this Laker team? I don't know. It's going to take some serious work. He's praised the Oklahoma City Thunder GM, and he's always been able to get talent. I think the Lakers have always been able to find high-level talent, but he's kind of hands-off, and this one tells me, Micah, I'm not sure what his plans are. He'll be a Laker, though, in 22-23. We do know that. And if I trade AD, DeMar DeRozan, who last night, Micah, looked very impressive, maybe him and Lonzo for Davis. Davis goes home to Chicago. Maybe you can ship them for Zion and somebody else off the Pelicans. I don't know. Look at the Lakers. They always want to make moves. They never want to have continuity. And I feel like that is an issue that we've been seeing in this year's playoffs. Teams that don't have continuity. Oh, the Nets. They're having big issues against the Celtics team that, I'm sorry, Tatum and Brown, it's taken five years to get it right. But old school, Jordan and Pippen, they're getting it right after some losses and adversity. Switching it up to hockey, Mike, the Avalanche have to be the favorites in the West. Fact. And they're playing great hockey. And not just that, Mike. I'm excited for playoff hockey. It's been a great year. There's been records broken There's been more eyes on hockey, I think, this year than ever. TNT has done a great job. ESPN has done a great job, both relaunching the sport on their networks. you got to remember the Avalanche. They're the first team since the 95-96 season to have seven or more goals in 10 games in a season. Their machine, but I always say goal bolts, because three in a row, it could happen. Earl Spence Jr. has the punching power to stop any welterweight on the planet. That's a fact, and I thought Udanis Ugas showed up, 
Had him hurt for one round, stunned at least, but Earl Spence took over. And that's the greatness of Earl Spence. Now, does Terrence Crawford say, yes, I'm in? Where do they fight? How much is the purse money? How many people watch? I'd be interested to see the numbers out of AT&T Stadium. That's Spence's backyard. I'd want to see some other numbers to see if this fight can really sell. And don't forget, the Gypsy King tonight, Tyson Fury on pay-per-view, he might break. He, I don't know if he's going to break Deontay Wilder numbers, but I think his numbers show up between 700,000 and a million buys tomorrow. But fact or fiction, Spence versus Crawford will not happen. I'm going to say fact. It's going to be tough to make. I think they need to make it. I just don't see it happening this year. I think it might be prolonged for another year or two, which is not good for fight fan. Because if I'm Terrence Crawford, I move up and wait and forget about it. Terrence Crawford is a promotional free agent. If it's not his next fight, it never happens. And you brought him up, and I'm going to say it, fact or fiction, Tyson Fury is going to box circles around Dillian White. I'm going to say fact, and I don't know if he boxes circles. I think he gives Dillian White a, 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 a classic lesson on feints and how hard it is to hit him. Now, if Dillian White connects like in any heavyweight fight, Micah, and I have a segment today, is the heavyweight champion of the world the biggest crown you can possibly win? Bigger than the triple crown? Bigger than an Olympic gold medal? Better than a Super Bowl trophy to be named the heavyweight, listen to me, Micah, champion of the world? I'm going to let you get to that when you get to that, but is this heavyweight champion ever going to buy? Fact or fiction, just because Tyson Fury says he's retiring doesn't mean he's not going to box again. Yeah, he will box again. Fact. He will win tomorrow. Fact. Will he box circles? Not sure, because he may knock him out within three, Micah. We may not be able to see circles if he's throwing haymakers. He said he's retiring, Mike. Does it need to go at least a year to actually be a real retirement? I think it has to be two years. I think when you initially retire, you know, some guys last two weeks, Mike, and I see him back in the workforce. But in boxing and MMA, I think two years, and then it's tougher to come back. I really do. After two years. Tyrese Maxey's play means the 76ers have a big three. I don't want to say big three fiction. I want to say fact. I said the Sixers would come out of the East, and I still believe that. The Celtics are playing great basketball. Joel Embiid is a star. It'll be interesting to the next round, Micah, because if the Sixers win, right? If the Celtics win and the Heat win, Memphis wins, where does that leave the Sixers? Playing who? Oh, man, they are going to be playing in a dogfight right now. They came in already, but they came in as the four seed. You're looking at Miami. Right. It's going to be a dogfight. It's we'll going to be tough. Happen. I don't trust James Harden down the stretch. I was talking about a big three, but I wasn't going to include him. At least 20 teams would be lucky to have Colin Kaepernick as a backup quarterback. Fact. 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 Give him a shot. I mean, I don't know why he's not in the NFL and deserves to be playing in the NFL and why we're on quarterbacks, Micah. Where does Baker Mayfield end up and how long can you hold on to him, right? Or are they waiting for the NFL draft for a big trade that everybody's going to want to hear? 
They're waiting for the draft to make a trade. We already know the destinations, though. Carolina, Houston, and Seattle seem to be the only people not locked in a possibility. But you do have Houston and Carolina drafting high. So we'll see where that all plays out. But we also have to wait to play out because... Devin Booker's hamstring is the most important hamstring in the NBA playoffs. For the Phoenix Suns fact, for Phoenix Suns fans fact, if the Phoenix Suns ever want to win a title, this 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 not it might not be the year, Michael. You saw what happened when he left in the third quarter. You saw what happened. The magnitude of the game just changed. And the Pelicans look like the last 20 games Pelicans. And CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram are playing great basketball. Without Booker, I don't think they get past New Orleans. In fact, we're all glad that New Orleans had patience to wait on the development of Brandon Ingram, right? Patience is crucial, Micah, if you're trying to grow your team. But in instant gratification, right? In the world of TikTok, we want to see something now. And when LeBron hit LA, they wanted to see something now. And you want those guys back right now also. I would would trade AD for Ingram and Zion right now. I I bet you would. You would pick the guys you would (laughs) trade for the guys you would get rid of. I bet you would. Jalen Brunson, though, he going to cash a big check after what he's doing in the first round. Well, if you heard Jason Kidd, yes, fact. And if you heard Jason Kidd, he said, look, man, the kid's going to make money. I mean, what he put up? 41, 42 points. No Luca, And look at what the Mavericks are doing, Micah. It tells you the good, how good the talent is in the National Basketball Association. It also tells you how good those Villanova teams were when he was in college. And going back to Jay Wright, Micah, don't be surprised, Micah, if he's the L.A. Lakers' next head coach. Manny Machado is carrying the load for the Padres with Tatis injured. Of course he is. Fact. And the Padres, here's what's interesting, right? I think of the San Diego Padres, and for whatever reason, the San Diego Chargers pop into my mind. See, the Padres, let let me just talk, let's talk about California baseball real quick before we get to Machado. Do you think right away the first name that comes to your mind is the Padres? San Diego baseball? California baseball. Oh, California baseball. No, no, no. They're going to be quite a ways down the list, probably. So they go get Manny Machado. Tatis is probably the funnest. Tatis to baseball is what John Morant is to basketball. Fair? Fair. Entertaining. And yet, I bet you 9 out of 10 people. No, I'm going to stretch it, Micah. 10 out of 10 people can't even tell me what the Padres starting lineup is. They can't tell me first baseman, second baseman, shortstop, third. Just right there. Well, Luke Voigt's at first base. Didn't you see him trucking over a catcher the other day? That made the controversy. I know you know the first baseman's name. Well, here's the thing before we get to all the people, Micah. Manny Machado was a big home run for the Padres. So, yes, he's carrying the workload. Let's see what the Padres do. Look, we just talked about Otani and Mike Trout. Some say the greatest player of all time, Mike Trout. And yet we only talk about the Dodgers. But the must-talk-about young player right now has got to be Wander Franco. He's talked about for sure. And 
Micah, this next generation of athlete is going to be exciting. It really is. We're seeing some unbelievable playmaking in all sports, Micah. We've also seen an unbelievable fast start from the Mets, and is that surprising? Not surprising at all. When you spend that kind of money, Micah, you should start fast, right? It's like anything. If you go buy a fast car, should it be fast? It should be fast. All right, enough said. They spend a lot of money in New York. The Mets should. The question is this. Do the Mets win a World Series ring before the Yankees? That is a big stretch because they're not even probably top three, either one, in their division. There's a lot of work to be done, but this is a much better start to the year for Francisco Lindor when it looked like he was scared of the Broadway stage last year. Jessica Andrade returning to straw weight tonight, and she is two wins away from a world title fight. Should be. Fact. Will she be? Not sure. But I'd say one more win after this one, Micah. Yeah, she wins exactly. tonight, one more win. Absolutely. This is a hard matchup for Andela Moish. Andrade is a huge power puncher, dropping back down to 15. She is a tank. Patricio Pitbull Friday needs to be recognized after his sixth rematch win as the face <laughs> of Bellator. Well, I just heard, I'm going to say fact, yes, but I'm going to say this too. When Scott Coker comes out and says, we welcome the Paul brothers, they would become the instant face of Bellator if they decided to go that route. You know it and I know it. If they went that route. I'm talking about today, not tomorrow. Yeah, today, I don't know who the face of Bellator is. I think it might still be Fedor Emelianenko. Patricio Pitbull, the only three-time Bellator featherweight champion. Talking about featherweight champions. Tonight, Chris Cyborg is in action. Mike, is she still the most feared woman in MMA? I'm going to say fiction. At one point, she was. I still think it's Amanda Nunes. I mean, Amanda Nunes is the greatest of all time, Micah. Of all time. And I think became feared after the Cyborg win, where people feared her. Even though she lost in her last fight. How long was that title reign? Four years? Five years? That was a long period of time before anybody could beat Nunes. So no, Chris Cyborg is not the most feared female in MMA. See the presence, the aura. I thought you were going to give it to me. I didn't know which way you were going to go. And I guess I'm going to end with this. Fact or fiction. No less than two songs sang today by Tyson Fury. It's his retirement. He has to go out letting the pipe show off again. I think it should be a full-blown concert. I think if he wins in two to three rounds, there should be no less than ten songs. Ten songs. If it goes the full distance he wins, give me two songs. But if he finishes his work early, Mike, I want a concert to go with it. The guy can sing. The guy can sing. And I'm wondering that if he went on one of these shows, you pick them because there's so many right now, right? American Idol, everybody knows, but there's so many other things. He's perfect I, for mass Singer. I honestly think, Micah, he'd win it. He's that good. And if he could team up with, like, Lionel Richie, can you imagine? I can't imagine, but I'm sure, as my music aficionado, you could give me the notes. I'll tell you this, Micah, what a great round of fact or fiction. Thanks for filling in last week. When we come back, I'm going to give you, everybody talks about my 100 music list, and I gave it about four years ago. But a couple of artists, I've changed it up just a little bit because music does that to you. So when we come back, I'm giving you 100 
through 89. I'm, see, I'm going to tease that 89, so you're going to want 89 through 80. But you're listening to Mike Adams 2.0 ESPN Radio. 101. Let's get back to Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Presented by El Mesquite Market. Bringing cultures together. Welcome back, ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. Mike Adams 2.0. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, of course, Mike Adams 2.0 is the Instagram. Go check it out. There's always some fun things up there. If I don't respond on the Instagram, it's because there's a lot going on, but I listen and watch, and and I appreciate you. So Michael Franco last week, he came in, kind of filled in the, the seat, right? He kind of teased to everybody, I need to get Mike Adams to do his top 100 music acts of all time. So what I thought I'd do today, musically, because I love music, and I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty eclectic. Let's say I think that's a good word, and all music touches me in one way or another. I love music, and think about it. Why is it played at every sporting event? Because it motivates, pumps you up, it reminds you of something. The beauty of music. So let's get to the top 100 list. Now, I did this about four years ago, and I've made some adjustments because that's what happens with music. So out of my top 100 now is the Dropkick Murphys. And for those of you who don't know them, watch The Departed because they were shipping up to Boston. Yeah! They're no longer in the top 100. So who starts the list at 100 now? Well, it's none other than one of the greatest iconic bands of all time, Rush. Can you believe I didn't have Rush in my top 100? But now I bring them in at 100. And the song that defines Rush, they call me the working man. See, I applaud everybody who goes to work each and every day. If you want to get motivated, just turn on Rush and the working man. And John Geisler, if you're listening... I know that's your favorite band of all time. I tip my hat to you. Also want to tip my hat to Larry the Jeweler. Just saw his video called Cool Whips. Larry the Jeweler, I hope you're listening. Let's get to 99. Now, 99, some people think I'm crazy. But I'm going to tell you right now, Patsy Klein to me at 99 may be too high. But I don't care how old you are. When you listen to Patsy Cline, one of the greatest country musicians of all time, call me crazy. Because crazy is sung in 2022 as it was in her era. So Patsy Cline, I tip my hat. Welcome to number 99. At number 98, he's brand new to my top 100. And at the Super Bowl is where it changed my mind. Because see his scope of work in a short period of time has not only influenced and impacted hip-hop and rap music in particular, but Kendrick Lamar, I love myself, at 98. See, you can't love anybody else until you love yourself. So turn on some Kendrick Lamar. He comes in at 98, and I'm a huge, huge fan of his music. At 97, yes, 97, can you imagine... We're going to get through a hundred of these, but not today. But at 97, I'm going with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Or I might just go Tom Petty. 
But you know what? Let's throw the heartbreakers in there. So when I give you Sting, I'm going to put Sting in the police. When I say Diana Ross, it'll be Diana Ross and the Supremes. But today it's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Man, you talk about musically inclined. Great guitar player. Great front man. Tom Petty comes in at 97. At 96 may be the most influential country act of all time. And I'm going to categorize this not just with him, but his son as well. So Hank Williams and Hank Williams Jr. come in at number 96. Great music. Anytime you're just, you know, it could be Saturday morning, it could be Friday night. But if you turn on a little Hank Williams and a little Hank Williams Jr., you'll know what you're listening to. So think about this. From 100 to 96, let me recap. Rush, Patsy Cline. Kendrick Lamar, Tom Petty, Hank Williams, and Hank Williams Jr. They don't count as two. They count as one. It's the Williams family. Let's get to 95. One of my favorite artists of all times. He sang Wasted Days and Wasted Nights. Yeah, you might not know him, but I do. And his name is Freddie Fender. Freddie Fender comes in at number 95. And for those of you who knew when the last teardrop fell, That's Freddie Fender. Let's continue with 189. At number 94 is a band, and to me, Marcus Mumford may be the new Bob Dylan. He may be the new, man, the guy's just so good. There's a ton of names I could throw out there, but Mumford and Sons comes in at 94. Huge fan. If you saw him in concert in Taos, I wasn't able to make that one. That's the one I did want to see. Couldn't get out there. Mumford and Sons, 94. At 93, you talk about an unbelievable artist, young lady. Selena at 93. And I really think she would have been one of the biggest eclectic stars ever. Selena comes in at number 93. At number 92, this band, you hear them. When on the mic back in the day, now Mike Adams 2.0, and you hear Thunderstruck, ACDC comes in at number 92. Now, there's a lot of guys when I have these discussions who say, why so low, Mike? 92 is good, because when you hear the rest of these bands, you're going to say to yourself, there's a little bit of influence on the era I grew up in, but 92 ACDC One of the greatest acts of all time. At number 91, this band here I got to see in St. Paul, Minnesota. I watched them again in Albuquerque, New Mexico. But I'm a huge Alice in Chains fan. And Alice in Chains comes in at 91. I saw Alice in Chains with Velvet Revolver. And for those of you who remember, Scott Whelan was fronting with Guns N' Roses when Axel had a little falling out. So when I saw Velvet Revolver and Alice in Chains, unbelievable concert. Alice in Chains comes in at number 91. Number 90 is one of the smoothest, smoothest artists. Well-known, well-recognized, Steely Dan comes in at 90. So let's think about this. 100, the guys, I go 101 because 101 is on the cusp of making 100. That's the Dropkick Murphys. 100 is Rush. 
99 Patsy Cline, 98 Kendrick Lamar, 97 Tom Petty, 96 Hank Williams Sr. and Jr., 95 is Freddie Fender, 94 is Mumford and Sons, 93 is Selena, 92 is ACDC, 91 Allison Chains, 90 Steely Dan, and 89, here's 89, so when I get to 89 through 80 next week, I told you that Rush was the working man, and now at 89 I'm going Leonard Skinnerd because they're the simple man. So Skinnerd at 89, Rush at 100, Rush is the working man, Leonard Skinnerd's the simple man, and that's your 100 through 89. On Mike Adams 2.0, ESPN Radio 101.7, The Team. Let's get back to Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 101.7, The Team. Presented by El Mesquite Market, bringing cultures together. Welcome back, and I want to call this segment coming up right now, the heavyweight champion of the world, or, as we said earlier, the heavyweight champion of the world. And I want to ask in this segment, is this the greatest Trophy, title, belt in the history of sports. Like, is this the most iconic prize of all sports prizes? Is it bigger than winning the Masters? Is it bigger than winning a gold medal of any sport that you participate in? Is it bigger than a Super Bowl trophy? That's the question. Does the heavyweight champion of the world garner more attention than any other athlete in the world. Now, if we talked about it today, Tiger Woods playing in the Masters, that was just must-watch TV, right? First round, negative one. Then he continued to play well. Then he kind of tapered off. But he captured the world by storm. Tonight, Tyson Fury is the heavyweight champion of the world. And yet, does Tyson Fury get talked about The way LeBron James, who didn't make the playoffs, gets talked about. The way that Tom Brady gets talked about retiring and unretiring. Because at one time, I believe this was the biggest, grandest prize of all of sports when Muhammad Ali was the heavyweight champion of the world. I believe it when Rocky Marciano was the heavyweight champion of the world. Mike Tyson, I believe had the biggest prize in the world when he was the heavyweight champion of the world. But when did it start to taper off? Larry Holmes carried the belt but didn't have Ali's personality. Mike Tyson was the most feared man in boxing. Lennox Lewis was a devastating puncher but looked like he had a quieter side to him. The Klitschko brothers, who fought for many, many years and who were the heavyweight champions, really didn't garner the necessary attention that they deserved because to me, they go down maybe one or two, depending upon the argument, greatest heavyweight champs of all time. Maybe three. So does this prize, the belt, is it because there's so many belts? Is it because you have to unify five different sanctioning organizations now in order to be the heavyweight champ. And I'm going to include MMA on this. The heavyweight champion of the world, if you didn't know, and you weren't Micah Frankel, or you didn't follow the sport the way Micah does, or the way I do, or the way the next guy does, who was the heavyweight champion of the world 
in mixed martial arts. So does it garner that attention? Tyson Fury has been entertaining. He's fought the best of the best, and tonight he fights Dillian White. Why? Anthony Joshua didn't work out. We've seen Deontay Wilder's fight. Who's left for this man to fight? And where would you rank him of your all-time greatest heavyweights? To me, maybe the most fluid and agile since Ali. Maybe the strongest puncher since Tyson. I think he has a lot of attributes where you have to put him in the discussion of is he top five heavyweight champion of all time? And yet he may retire tonight. Yes, he can sing beautifully. We've seen him serenade after a match. But Ali could talk with the best of them. See, the heavyweight champion of the world needs to come back and hold that prestigious prize of all of sports. And I thought Tyson Fury did that. Look at his scope of work. He's the gypsy king. What a story to tell. Came back from weighing 460 pounds and came back to win the heavyweight championship of the world again. Think about that. And yet, do we talk about the heavyweight champion of the world the way we talk about Brady? No, we don't. The way we talk about the Masters, we don't. And I want to know when that when that translation of champion of the world got lost and didn't become the number one of all sports, all prizes to win. Think about back in the day, Ali was going 15 rounds. Before him, if you look at great champions, some fights went 40 rounds, 50 rounds. I'm glad they're sanctioning bodies, Micah, and that there's commissions now that only allow 12 rounds. That's where I'm going with this. The heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury. Thank you for entertaining us, number one. Number two, I thought you did a great job being the heavyweight champion. And if you are going to retire, thank you. I don't think I missed one of your fights on television. Never got to see you live. Hope one day we get to meet. But tonight, Tyson Fury, if he does retire, I say thank you. And I still believe to this day that is the most prestigious prize in sports of all of them. And you can argue. And you have every right to. And the athletes in every sports are tremendous. It just used to be when you were called the heavyweight champion of the world, it felt like that was the be-all, end-all. And hopefully it gets to that once again in the sport of boxing resurfaces with great fights. It's not gone anywhere. We just haven't been able to make Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford. We haven't been able to make Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua. It took eight years to make Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather. We need to see the best fight the best earlier and more often. That was it. Today you got Factor Fiction. You got 101 to 89, and typically I don't go. I don't start with 101. I start with 100. But you got some music in there. 
And go to the Instagram, Mike Adams 2.0. If you think Steely Dan should not be at 90, tell me why. If you think Mumford and Sons should be lower, then tell me. If you think Rush at 100, that I should be, I don't know what I'm talking about. You might be right. But when you get to the top 50, you're going to say, whoa. Tyson Fury, a little bit of music, a little bit of factor fiction. In the near weeks ahead of us, I got a guest list that's going to hopefully all coordinate and we can get them on weekly. We've had tremendous guests this year. I was happy to talk to Larry the Jeweler, who I want to get in here. I think that's going to be a great interview if he has time. But the list of guests are only going to get better and better. I want to thank Sal Behind the Glass. Always appreciative of what you do. Joe Neal, the president. Michael Frankel, thanks for filling in last week and coming in live and helping out with Factor Fiction. Don't forget, Mike Adams 2.0 is the Instagram. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. For Alyssa Ryan, Preston, John Michael, my name's Mike Adams, Mike Adams 2.0, ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team. Thanks for joining us for Mike Adams 2.0, presented by El Mesquite Market, bringing cultures together. Join us again next Saturday, 9 to 10, on your New Mexico-owned and operated station, ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team.